this support package that reaction suggests a little bit late coming, possibly not quite as targeted as some would have wanted. 4,000 plus 400 a job, up to 50 jobs, maximum 24,000, and a drop-off in business required of 40%. Of course, the Finance Minister, Grant Robertson, with us. Good morning. Morning, Mike. Were you a bit slow? No, I don't think so. I mean, if you look at the support we've given over the last couple of years, about $23 billion, uh, the last targeted payment we had was just before Christmas for, for businesses in Auckland largely. We needed to take a look and see what the impact of Omicron and the red settings was. Bear in mind that businesses like Hospo can open during red, but clearly uh, the foot traffic's died away and we've come forward with this package. And I, I think it has been welcomed. I accept the fact that it's still tough out there for a lot of those Hospo accommodation type businesses but this is a pretty good contribution from the government I think. Did the fear the fear take you by surprise and if it did do you accept any responsibility for the fear? I wouldn't say it's a matter of surprise. We just needed to see what, what how New Zealand has reacted. And, you know, there are still businesses that are doing okay. But, for example, in the Auckland CBD, you've got more people working from home, so mm. therefore those businesses aren't seeing uh, all of the foot traffic that they might. Uh, and so, you know, we, we've looked at real data here. And actually across the economy, um, economic activity is down a fraction. But if you start digging into the food and beverage, accommodation, events, arts-type sectors, you see big drop-off. And that's, and that's what you're seeing. I mean, you, you would see it from a hole, but the reality is if you're bleeding, you're bleeding, aren't you? That's absolutely right. And it's the reason why we've created the package that we have. You know, this is not an economy where we need the big cross-the-board wage subsidy type packages. We need this kind of targeted support, and that's what we've done. Give me this. This is a, a text from an Auckland chartered accountant who's representing his hospitality client. You will need to show a 40% drop for seven consecutive days based on a seven-day period in the six weeks before Feb 15. Cleverly, this rules out normal trading pre-lockdown in August 21. Everyone knows Auckland was a ghost town prior to Waitangi Day. Hospitality businesses in Auckland are bleeding in January, so they won't be eligible. Too many businesses that actually need support will miss out. Uh, they can prove or won't be able to prove you're over 50% down on this time last year. So to a person like that, what do you say? Yeah, look, I think, you know, obviously we have to have a comparative period. So it's important to remember what that is. You're comparing a week now, a week when you're applying to uh, a seven-day period in that time. Uh, we run the risk if we do a comparative period to a year ago uh, that we missed the 145,000 businesses that have been created uh, in the last year. Also, if we did that, we'd actually have a period where Auckland was at a level three for some of it. So this is how we've done the payments is over the last year, is to look back six weeks. If someone is genuinely a seasonal business, there is an exception for them and they can apply under that basis. Obviously, we'll take a look at it because we want to make sure the hospo businesses in particular are the ones are supported, but this is the way that we have done it uh, up to now, and we want to try and stay as consistent as we can. All right. Are you disappointed in Westpac's downgrading of the economy this morning? I haven't looked at um, that in detail yet, Mike. I mean, overall, I still think the economy is in, in reasonable shape. Clearly, there is an impact from uh, Omicron, and obviously you've just been discussing things like Russia and the Ukraine. Um, we've seen oil prices rise, and I think we can see that again. So there's a bit of instability out there. Uh, but overall, I still think the economy is robust, but we are in for a, a rocky six weeks or so. The, just while I've got you, a couple of um, the Air New Zealand capital raise, is that going ahead shortly or not? Well, certainly from our perspective, we've made clear to Air New Zealand that we will support that capital raise. Uh, the exact timing of it is in the hands of Air New Zealand, uh, but we made that commitment late last year that we would be uh, participating. Is the money out there? 
Yeah, I think it probably is. I mean, airlines are an interesting business, aren't they? But historically, um, you can look and see that airlines that have strong either government ownership or government backing uh, tend to do all right in these situations. Um, it's a pretty reliable business when the government's a 52% shareholder. New Zealand Post, is it for sale or not? And why is the secrecy? New Zealand Post? No. Um, no, sorry, the, 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 the governing body. Yeah, so what are you talking about is Kiwi Bank, I yep. think, here, Kiwi yep. Group Holdings. Look, um, the deal that was done with um, when Michael Cullum was there with the previous government meant that there was a, a period up till October 2021 where there wasn't uh, any scope for movement. Uh, we're now looking at it as the shareholding of government, which is expressed through New Zealand Post, uh, ACC and the Super Fund. Um, I'm not going to comment in any detail on that, but what I can say is that the policy of the government is we want Kiwi Bank to stay in public and New Zealand ownership. Okay, so so people who are talking about a capital raise or putting it on the market or things like that, they're, they're dreaming. That's not your ideological stance. It's not going to happen. Well, as I say, I'm not going to get into the into the specifics, but what I can say is that the government is strongly committed to Kiwi Bank being in New Zealand and public ownership. Okay, the Kiwi Saver Review, that more secrecy around that. Why the secrecy? Why don't, why don't I just say, here's what we're thinking, we'll have a look at it and let you know. Well, I think partly because um, Dr Clark, who's the minister responsible for that, is still working through exactly what that would look like. Obviously, we've made some some alterations to the default provider regime for KiwiSaver, um, but there are a number of other issues about you know how we encourage people into saving, how we make sure that those KiwiSaver funds are being invested in New Zealand. But I don't think it's secrecy, Mike. I just think that the policy is still being developed. OK. Are you looking out your window at the protesters this morning? Can't quite see them on the angle I've got here, um, but obviously I've been following some of the images. And, you know, as the Wellington Central MP, Mike, I, I guess I'd like to say two things if I can. The first of those is to thank the frontline police officers who are doing a, a great job protecting um, Wellingtonians, but also just on behalf of the people I represent here, they're, they're, they're over this. Whatever point the protesters think they were making, they've made it, and they need to stop disrupting the city, stop abusing people, stop pouring sewage down the drains here, and just leave and go home. In the wash-up, which there inevitably will be, literally and figuratively, who let who down at what point do you reckon? I certainly think there'll be a time and a place for the discussion about what happened here. Um, I'd heard Commissioner Costa in the weekend indicate that I think he used words like we shouldn't have got to this point. I think there will be a discussion about that. But right now, um, I see a group of police who are doing their level best to allow Wellingtonians to go about their lawful business. And I thank them for that. 25 or 50 points tomorrow. Uh, you know that I never comment on that, Mike. Uh, the Reserve Bank's direction of travel, uh, the Monetary Policy Committee's direction of travel has been pretty clear. Obviously, we're in we're in this high inflationary environment, but uh, we'll have to wait till tomorrow to get that. Appreciate your time as always. Grant Robertson, Finance Minister, with us this morning, and of course, member for Wellington Centre.